At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat unleashed on Twitter. Yesterday, Joe Biden was in Florida looking at hurricane damage. And as always, it became all about him. It's all about Joe Biden. I know from experience how much how much anxiety and fear and concern there are in the people. We didn't lose our whole home, but lightning struck, and we lost an awful lot of it about 15 years ago. Mm. <laughs> That's his house burned down story again. Yep, yep. His house burned to the ground is how he usually puts that. And now, you know, he's been challenged on it multiple times. Apparently that one got to him because it usually doesn't. He doesn't care. Uh-huh. There's uh, got to be a grid. I think it was a kitchen fire. Yeah, it was, yeah. There's got to be a grid and, right in the White House of stories that Joe pulls out like uh, over mark. and over and over again. And then the hunter, the hunter row. Or I'm sorry, the uh, Bo Biden row. Yeah. Is, oh like, yeah. Stretches around yeah. the room. The Ange story from Amtrak. <laughs> <laughs> Don't jump. I'm going to use that one today. <laughs> Don't jump. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe he didn't tell anybody yesterday. Don't jump. No. Jeez. Yeah, but he's uh. He's Mr. Everyman, that Joe Biden. I mean, oh, yeah. He can relate yeah. to any situation. Just mm-hmm. the most mm-hmm. relatable guy. Yeah. And, of course, global warming had to enter the discussion. Somewhere else, remember, this is the United States of America. We're all in this together. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What do state and local and federal officials need to do differently to prevent future loss of life? What the governor's done is pretty remarkable. Is it? No. This is what what he's he's done. Wait for it. In terms of, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, first of all, the biggest thing the governor's done and some of the others have done, they've recognized this thing called global warming. The world is changing. It's changing. Unreal. And we have to change the way with the zoning codes, for example. Oh, no. Shut up. You're done. I can't take it. I can't take it. Uh, is he giving credit to yeah, Ron he goes, DeSantis yeah, yeah. for believing and doing things about global warming? It probably took everything in Ron DeSantis to keep from going, uh, oh, excuse yeah. me, uh, yeah. not accurate. Wow. By the way, he's up 11 points, uh, Ron, uh, Ron DeSantis. Saw that. Is, yeah, right? I saw that. Uh, That's good news. Yeah, he's doing well in Florida. Plus, all the other Republicans are up, too. You know, virtually all of them. Uh, it looks really good in Florida. If, if Florida... Uh, if what's happening in Florida happens all over the country, we'll be in really good shape. However, I mean, Florida, we know he's yours, and uh, congratulations, mm-hmm. sincerely. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see him yesterday? Someone pointed out that uh, he looked really good standing behind the presidential seal. Yes. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a, a little preview of what's going to happen <laughs> in two and a half years. It better be. 
Wouldn't that be great? That looks good. Without Joe. There, there you oh, go. Oh, yes. A corrupt Biden out of it. Yeah, who? Wait, who, that who, looks great. Who was that old man wandering around mm-hmm. to the left? No idea. Yeah. Some old guy, that guy? with Alzheimer's just got lost. Huh. His family's looking for him right now. <laughs> By the way, that guy standing over there the behind Joe Biden, mm-hmm. um, that was the guy who, after the press conference, the hot mic caught him saying, you know, you don't F with a Biden. And uh, brother, it was just shut up. I mean, they were just having a fun little conversation. Uh, OPEC uh, effed with a Biden yesterday. That's for sure. Sure. did. Oh, my goodness. It told him basically to stick it up his rectal cavity. Two million barrels per day. They were worried about one. They're cutting it two million barrels a day. The fear was one million. Right. Before the meeting. Right. That was the big fear. You know oh my they gosh, just they might cut it as much as a million barrels per day. <laughs> yeah, they went double that. You know they were laughing. They were like, hey, hey oh my what gosh. do you want to do? Let's give this to Biden. <sighs> hey, how, how do you like this, Joe? I Old mean, this man. Is, this is... <clears throat> I can't. I, I mean, OPEC is evil. And they have been forever. But, you know, it just shows how nobody respects this guy. It, it just shows that... They don't give a rat's anus what he has to say, what he cares about, what he tells them to do, what he asks them to do. They don't care. Couldn't care less. If that was Trump, I think it'd be different. I really do. Uh, yeah, North Korea also wouldn't be lobbing <clears throat> missiles over Japan every no day way. now. No way. Because that that's documented. That's stopped. Sure did. Oh, yeah. Right. So... Biden yesterday said he's going to release, get this, 10 million more barrels of oil from the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Oil Reserve. 10 million? Wow. Okay, is that, that's not 10 million per day, right? That can't be. Is that 10 million uh, overall, over the course of a month? Mm. So is that like a... Yeah, 500,000 per day yeah, for the whole month of November, right? Yeah, that's going to be a okay. total of 10 million in November. A total of 10 million more. Which will bring the total since April to... that. This is in addition to the 180 million barrels <clears throat> he's already released since April. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be down 190, which, by the way, you know, they're not, they're not carting this oil to us. They're sending it overseas. Yeah, they're selling it to China. Yeah. In fact, um, uh, who was it that sent uh, a tweet out to us overnight? Uh, oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, here it is. Um, worn out horn. He says, uh, I have family that works at the docks of harbors in Texas. They've said the strategic oil is being shipped out of those harbors. My dad recorded videos of countless Chinese and Saudi ships coming in and loading up with that oil. Do with that what you will. So not only is Saudi Arabia mm. just laughing at us and mm-hmm. cutting off supply from OPEC giving us nations, the finger, essentially, we're sending them. We're sending them the oil to it's help to, to convince them to not do what they just did. Help! Wow, it's it's national suicide. <laughs> it is, it is. What would you do differently mm-hmm. if you were trying to destroy the nation? How many people do you think are actually the president of the United States right now? Because you know it's not Biden. Biden's an empty suit. He's he's an empty shell of himself. Never mind an empty presidency. How many people? Now you got Susan Rice. You got Joe Biden. I think she's got her fat face in there. Uh, uh, I think you probably have Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Uh, I you know 
Well, I was going to think George, George Soros. Exactly, George Soros. I'm His sure, minions. I bet they get Klaus Schwab on the uh, conference oh, call. No question about it. No question. Uh, and then Biden just dutifully does what they tell him. And it's pretty obvious because he knows he's not in charge. He's not even in charge of his own stupid uh, press conferences. Where am I supposed to? Where do you want me? Where can I? Can I not say that? Mm-hmm. Uh, can I not answer questions? I'm not supposed to. Uh, say where that. Do, Where do I go now? What do I do? Who do I talk to? He doesn't know. He doesn't know. So another 10 million more barrels. Jeez, when I first saw that, I thought it was 10 million per day, which would have. I mean, that would just about deplete. The strategic oil. Oh, it's about what are to we be. down to now? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I need to check on the numbers. Because it's not good. I think the original supply is 750 million barrels, right? Something to that effect. It's it's a lot. And, and it needs to be because it's there in case we go to war and we run out of energy. Yeah. We run out of oil. And there's some kind of, you know, uh, stoppage in the supply line. So we've got our own backup so we can supply our, our military with oil. Kind of needs to happen. Uh, do the math on this because I'm just looking at all the facilities here. The maximum that we could have, because <laughs> mm-hmm, there's several locations okay, with mm-hmm. the caves and stuff. Right. I'm just looking at the capacities, Louisiana, Texas. We could have as much as, if you maxed out all the four locations, 717 million okay. barrels. So it was almost 750. So, 717. So, okay, so 717. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to be down to? Um, do we know? I don't know. Uh, well, we're going to do, we've already gone down 180 million barrels. Yeah. Now another 10 million barrels. So it's 190. So at the end of 2021, we were at, what, 594? Wow. So take off 190. We're going about 400. That's not right. We got wow. less than that. We've got to have less still, than 400. Yeah. It's still, I mean, because we did this math before, mm-hmm. and it seems like it was down around half of where it should be. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, where are we at here? This is, oh, yeah. Oh, wait. That stupid thing's jumping all over the place. I thought I saw a quick flash of 450, <clears throat> and that was earlier this month. So that would, that, the math would about check out at around mm-hmm. 400 or so left. Yep. My gosh. Yep. This is national suicide. It's, it's so irresponsible. It's uh it's almost treason. Uh, oh, oh, it really is. Reason. It's it's malfeasance at at best. And it is probably uh it is probably worth impeaching this guy. Republicans won't. Uh but they should. They absolutely should if they get control back. Uh, also, you know, speaking of our uh, fossil fuels, you had this great uh, explanation of where the term fossil fuels came from. Yeah. And why. <laughs> Somebody sent this to us. Uh, and it's really good. Do we have it uh, up on the... No. Can we... oh, 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 you mean... Yeah, can we tweet it out? Yeah, we'll tweet out the yep, yep. It's really interesting. You okay. know, we've always said it's some kind of organic goo. Well, that was, that's no, naturally you said occur- that. I've, yeah, that's what I've said for years. Mm-hmm. That it's an organic goo that's naturally occurring because like we said, just don't run out of it. Yeah, you've said for at least a decade now, like, I got this feeling mm-hmm. it ain't fossils, y'all. Yeah, they keep finding more and more and more despite the fact that we keep being told, no, we're at peak oil. No, we're... I mean, since what? The early 1900s, we've been told, ah, we're about to run out. 
And every step along the way, we find some other massive reserve of it. So I've never believed it. And this guy gives a really good explanation. Mm -hmm. He's, uh, I think, former military, really smart guy, got scientific background for it. Well, one of the things he says in there that I think you might find interesting is that uh, we've never found fossils below 16,000 feet. Kind of surprises me it was that they're that deep. Mm-hmm. 16,000 feet? Wow. Okay, so nothing below 16,000 feet is fossilized. We drill for oil every single day at 30,000 feet, 33,000 feet, all the time. So that's pretty strong evidence, isn't it? That that's not fossilized. That's not fossil fuel. But I mean, he's got other evidence as well. Great stuff. Great yeah. stuff. How and, the term came to be and everything. And as always, it's follow the money. Yeah, yeah. follow the money. What was the last thing you said? What was it? Uh, it was dollar, really good. Dollar sign. Uh, I said we got to remember this. Uh, and then we've already. And then we <laughs> it's early. It's been but five it, minutes. We've already forgotten it. He said, everything's got a dollar sign behind it. Right. Something, like Something that. to that effect. Yeah. Uh, but it's at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Okay. If you want to go check this out. Uh, but it's interesting. Don't watch it till this show's over. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. Because you don't want to miss one second. That's right. Of the show today. Um, now, voters are also, according to this new poll, new poll by Convention of States in conjunction with Trafalgar Group, finds Americans overwhelmingly reject Biden's plan to eliminate gas-powered vehicles. Of course they do. Good. People understand it can't be done. You know, not in a reasonable way, not in keep America moving. The poll surveyed 1,079 likely general election voters. And uh, in response to the question, what do you believe is the most like is most likely to provide America with reliable Long-term energy independence, more than 40% of respondents answered increased domestic oil and gas production. And that that number's too low. Way too low. Mm -hmm. The next most popular response, 25.5%, was uh, focus new energy investments on renewables, Mm. (laughs) like solar and wind. What dummies? Okay. I mean, if if they were reliable... If it was uh, at a point where it can replace oil and gas, I wouldn't care. Yeah. Be fine. I, I don't care. What do I care where the energy comes from? Just as long as it's always going to be there, right? That's all we expect. When I flip the light switch, I want it to come on. <laughs> I know. Do the trains run on time? You're right. <laughs> That's all we care about. And I, Americans are so stupid, man. Yeah. It's the, ridiculous. The, the, how many people are seeing the price at the pump and going, see, we got to get on renewables because look how expensive oil is. <clears throat> Dumb. Can we just, oh no. Oh, there we go. There it is. Another little jump. Was it 382 yesterday? I think so. It's 386 now today. And it's just going to keep going up. National average, 386 a gallon. Oh, but I have good news. I have Jeez. good news. All right. In addition to draining our emergency resources mm-hmm. from the uh, stockpile there, uh, yesterday on the news that OPEC did their little thing, uh, the Biden administration reached out to Venezuela. And they're like, hey, what's up? You're looking good. You've been you've been losing weight, haven't you? I swear. Did we pull up our skirt a little bit uh, to show them some leg? Yeah. Because that's, uh, that's what they like in that's, Venezuela. That's what we did. 
We oh, said OPEC. Hey. Venezuela is part of OPEC. Why would we reach yeah. out to them? I thought that too. Yeah. So, but uh, they were asking. They're trying to get. Uh, like, hey, we got this buddy named Chevron. Perhaps you've heard of him. He's wanting to come down there and uh, and drill. Do a little bit more drilling. Oh yeah, let's cozy up to Venezuela. Yeah. That's that's a great idea. It is like they hate our guts. They hate our guts. <clears throat> Biden hates our guts. This entire administration hates our guts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is stunning that nobody in this administration is even slipping. And let me ask and you saying, something. hey, you know, we might want to think about our own resources, our own, or barring that. Let's say. Just because of the principle of they don't want to drill anymore and because they really believe in climate change and they really believe that's a problem. Why then would you not turn to Canada? Why would you not say, hey, look, uh, turdo, we need a couple extra barrels of of oil. Let's say uh, 500,000 a day. Can you send it to us? You know they'd say yes. Yeah. We're there. An ally, they're friends, they're close. Uh, why would you not turn to Canada for that? Why would you go to Venezuela? Unbel- it you, just doesn't make any sense, be, any of it. Because you prefer dealing with socialists <clears throat> to the north. I guess so. But recall, this is one This is one thing mm. Trudeau had right, right? Yeah. Was, hey, how about that keystone? Right. What you think? Yeah. We're ready. We could, it's right here at the border. Come and on, we just- spit in his face. Spit in his face. Oh, my gosh. I Which, you know, that's not a bad thing to spit in Turdo's face, uh, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. But you shouldn't have on the pipeline. That was ridiculous. This is... It's asinine. I, there, There is not a reasonable decision being made in Washington right now. Not no, one. Unless you're trying to destroy this country. Yes, exactly. In which case, full speed ahead, they're doing a hell of a job at that. Uh, so, back to this... Uh, this poll for a second? Yeah. Because I just saw this. Even among Democrats polled, 3% choose eliminating gas-powered vehicles as the most effective approach to the issue. 3% of Democrats. We need to remember that. Democrats. Even they yeah. understand. Well, that doesn't seem like a good idea since, I don't know, almost all of us have gas-powered vehicles. So so remember mm. that. You just said 3% of Democrats mm-hmm. are for eliminating gas-powered vehicles. Mm-hmm. California is well on their way to doing that. Right. And they've got, what, and, 30% by 2028 20, or 2026 or 2028, and then, you know, completely gone by, by 2035, 2035. you cannot buy a gas-powered vehicle in yeah. California. You can still own one if you have a really old one, but okay. you can't buy a new one. And, and 3% <clears throat> of Democrats agree with that. This administration, Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. Says, oh, I like that California. Tell me more about that plan. Maybe we need to do that on a national scale. Yeah. And a whole bunch of states are like, yeah, us too. We're, we're going to go along with what California did. Like 17 states or something so far. Uh, yeah, I like what California is doing. Let's us do that too. What are you, stupid? National divorce now. Crazy. Crazy. Let me tell you about the uh, first Liberty uh, petition. <clears throat> right now, court packing is a huge danger to our country. And court packing, make no mistake, it's a coup. And the usual suspects, Biden, Pelosi, Schumer, they're all working overtime on this radical plan to pack the Supreme Court with 13 Supreme Court justices. Why? Because that gives them control. If they can get four more liberals on the court, they can regain control. They can't have control right now. Um, 
so they're looking for a way to circumvent the system. And they'll tell you, well, this we haven't always had nine. This has happened lots of times. <laughs> yeah, we've had less than nine. Never more. Never. So we're gathering a coalition of a million patriots to say no to court packing, no to the agenda of the liberals, and no to the Supreme Court coup. People like Franklin Graham are involved. Former U.S. Attorney General Ed Meese. Dr. James Dobson, the Family Policy Alliance, the Heritage Foundation, hundreds of thousands of people like you. So please sign your name now. Go to Supreme Coup, that's C-O-U-P, of course, SupremeCoup.com. Sign First Liberty's letter. That's SupremeCoup.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. It is. That's a, that's a true statement. Somebody sent this over to us recently. A reminder of uh, what goes into making an electric car battery. Because, okay, we're going to do this by 2035. Great. Great. What does that mean to you environmentalists? What does that mean to... Ah, global warming. <laughs> Listen to this. One electric car battery. 500 tons of ore to refine 25 pounds of lithium. Holy cow. 500 tons? Multiply 500 by 2,000. And that's how many pounds of ore you have to refine to get 25 measly pounds of lithium. 900 to 1,000 gallons of fuel to move the ore. Lithium is refined by using sulfuric acid. The mine at Thacker Pass requires 75 semi-loads of acid per day. One electric battery for a Tesla requires 25 pounds of lithium, 60 pounds of nickel, 44 pounds of manganese, uh, 30 pounds of cobalt, 200 pounds of copper, and 400 pounds of aluminum, steel, and plastic. For one for Tesla one, battery? One freaking Tesla battery. <laughs> Do I love the Tesla? You bet. But Wow. If you're looking to save the planet, this is not the way. Wow. Tremendous amounts of energy supplied by coal, nuclear, gas-fired power plants, of course, to make this happen. So, okay, you know. hang on. <clears throat> One. And, you know, listen to the list. Lithium, nickel, uh, manganese, cobalt, copper, all of those things, uh, maybe with the exception of copper, are in somewhat short supply in the U.S. It's usually China that supplies most of this stuff. Well, yeah, China has been dealing with the, you know, with the precious metal thing for a long time because we gave up on it. I don't know why we just did, but they've been pursuing it. Where's that Thacker Pat? That's Nevada, right now. What was it that's being taken out of the ground there? Does it say uh, seventy-five semi? Well, they take two the uh, mine there. 75 semi-loads of acid a day. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so look. <laughs> That's insane. Elon Musk loves the environment. He wants to save the planet. He he knows that, you know, it's in trouble, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of his big hang-ups on Bitcoin was all of the energy used. <laughs> yeah, by the computers to, to do mine mining, it. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Surely he is aware of that's a really good point a tesla battery yeah. issue in that regard as well well i'd like to hear him 
Yeah, I would too. Explain not, that. Yeah, not 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 necessarily confronted, but address. What? Yeah, what? yeah. Because it doesn't how do you, make. How any do you sense. reconcile this? Well, Elon? you can't. You just can't, right? You can't. Elon, you got some splatter, Toto. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I, I really like Elon Musk, but yep. yeah, that doesn't make sense. I just, I would like him. I mean, if he was so motivated on <clears throat> quote energy use. For Bitcoin and mining mm-hmm. and cryptocurrencies. What about your batteries, yeah. man? What about the batteries? Jeez. Seems... Uh, incongruous, perhaps? Uh-huh. Hypocritical, maybe? Uh-huh. Problematic, that's for sure. Hmm. Yeah, but they're never <clears throat> they're never asked. The environmentalists, are, and he's one of them, they're never asked to explain themselves. They're never put on the spot. They're always allowed to spew their nonsense, and nobody challenges them. And they won't go into any environment where somebody might challenge them. Try to get Al Gore uh, to come on to a conservative show where he could be asked some legitimate questions. He won't do it. He won't do it. Try to get anybody to talk about global warming who believes it wholeheartedly. Right. To come in here. I I would challenge anybody to come in here and sit there and we'll give you the whole whole show. Uh, to explain yourself, but you have to answer our questions. <clears throat> I would love it, man. I would love it if Al Gore would come in and do that. Because they don't make any sense. They know they don't. They know they don't really believe the things they say because they don't live that lifestyle. If you believe the things that you say, the earth is already experiencing catastrophic, man-caused, global warming. You don't take private jets period. You don't live in a mansion on the coast, period. It doesn't make any sense. So they don't really believe what they say, and they can't defend what they say. Would you rather have Al Gore there or John Kerry? Oh, man, that's a tough choice. Hey, they can come together. Yeah. Let's go. We got two chairs available, two microphones. They could both come in. (laughs) Yeah, because Kerry is out there talking again. (laughs) <laughs> Gotta cut back on travel. Is he? Are, oh my god! What about? Wait a minute, you, bro. Yeah, you're right. you're in a private. I'm not gonna apologize for oh. the travel oh. I make. I'm trying to save the planet. Oh, that's right. You you can't make me uh, sorry for what I'm doing. I'm an elitist. You're not. My bad. I'm important, uh, Keith. Mm-hmm. I need to fly private jets all over the place. You don't expect me. To sit next to Riff Raff on an actual commercial flight, do you? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm there. not going to do it. No, we found common ground. There's a chasm between me and the Riff Raff, <laughs> and I'm going to keep that chasm. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Uh huh. It's insane. It really is. Uh, all right. Now, shifting focus for a moment to the uh, the election coming up, the midterms. What's going on with the Oz Fetterman situation? A new Monmouth University survey among voters in Pennsylvania found that despite Biden's underwater approval rating, the majority of voters, how can this be? (laughs) This is fun. The majority of voters in Pennsylvania trust John Fetterman (sighs) over Dr. Oz to best handle every issue of top concern, including abortion, (laughs) the economy... Crime and immigration. I wouldn't trust John Fetterman with watering my plants. God. How 
stupid do you have to be told you, on man. a mass level Pennsylvania. for this to happen? Mm. The economy is an issue that has generally helped Republicans in national polling, but Oz has not been able to capitalize on it, according to Patrick Murray, director of Monmouth University Polling. Uh, just 36% of respondents said they trusted Oz best on jobs, the economy, and cost of living issues. What? Compared to 45%. So it's 45-36 on the economy for Fetterman. What has he said? I don't know. Now that's done, a good question. Or shown you that would lead you to believe he knows anything about the economy. The fact that he lived in his parents' basement until he was 50. The fact that they provided him uh, an annual allowance hmm. for, you know, 30 years no, from the time he, ever since he became an adult until three years ago, they, they paid his way. Now, wait a minute. He's he knows how to save money, right? Does he? If, if he's not if he's not paying rent, right? Just living as a freeloader, he's able to. Yeah, yeah, that's true. To, to budget wisely. So maybe that's it. Maybe <sighs> this guy figured out a way to not even have a job and somehow exist as a an adult human being, <laughs> a grown ass man, become a lieutenant governor, <laughs> become a lieutenant wow, governor. Is, he's got to have. That's it. He's got Polaroids of everybody that he needs to. Yeah. That's that I, I don't know what else does he have bad information on every Pennsylvania voter? <laughs> if you don't vote for me, I'm going to release this. I don't know. The guy is just I mean, bless his heart. I don't want anything bad to happen to him. I I don't delight in his health problems. But the guy's running for US Senate. Yeah. Come on. He needs to spend his time naming that lump on his neck. Oof. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Yeah, know. but uh, that just grosses me out. But the uh, <laughs> but the whole uh, campaign between him and Oz really took a turn yesterday with uh, some new information coming out about Doctor. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a puppy killer. Uh huh. We'll tell you about that. Uh, you know, Fetterman loves his dogs, but uh, Oz is a puppy killer. Oh yeah. I don't. That's like that. the latest. I'm voting for Fetterman. <laughs> Or the lump. <laughs> All right, more on that and much more coming up on Pack Radio. Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here. Uh, Devin Crossley tweets, Just doing my good deed and following up to make sure Pat took care of his car registration. Oh, yeah. You know, the click of a mouse. Yes, yes. So take can, care of that? You can rest easy. Yes. Finally. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, but I mean, give me a break. It's only been since February. Did you pass? The, Not like it's been a year. Did you pass your cop buddy this morning? No, I, I didn't see uh, any police on the way, which is, uh, you know, refreshing. It's, yeah. It's nice. I would have been pulled over for something, I'm sure. But did you have like the receipt in your car to show? Uh-huh. uh-huh. And, well, and on my phone. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because it takes seven days for him to mail it or whatever it is, seven to ten. Uh, let's see, Carl Smith. If Herschel Walker did pay for an abortion for his girlfriend, his former girlfriend, shouldn't that earn him enough Democratic crossover votes to win? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Mister Shans, scenes Shans. Uh, let's see. We you know talking about the uh, lightning caused house fire in the kitchen for Joe Biden. Uh huh. BS. <laughs> Hunter was freebasing 
and <laughs> caught the house on fire. That, That's believable. That is believable. Very believable. Death Bunny tweets, uh, no one Fs with a Biden. Stairs, bicycles, and dementia beg to differ. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> From Jimmy Dimples, the world is changing, Joe. Well, hopefully Congress will soon. Oh, yeah. Please. Wow. Yeah, we have this. Uh, do we have the oil mm. chart, uh, Riley? Um, yeah, look at this. Uh, so there's the. So this is from Bloomberg, yep. U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Uh-huh. Will shrink to a 40-year low as the White House taps it again to put a lid on global oil prices. And look <clears> at that. It's like just above 350, 350 million barrels. And, oh, yeah. I mean, look, look at it. It's just been... So we were right. It's about been cut in half. It's a steady incline since its inception. And yep. then what happened in the last year and a half? Mm. Joe Biden? It's so obvious. It is so obvious what's happening. <clears throat> Incredible. No one I don't, uh, No one has obviously, since its inception, ever used the reserve like this. Like he is. No, I do recall Clinton doing that. Yeah, I think he tapped into yep. it momentarily. But and it was just ahead of the 2000 election, if I recall. And it, it's always it's Jeez. always for votes for Democrats, That's man. That's right. Yes, it's always about their power. <sighs> yeah, can Plus, I see that one more time? Can I see yeah. that real quick? I just want to see here. Uh, 2000, did it go down? Yeah. See, look at that. Look at that sharp drop off right before the 2000. Yeah, yeah. but you didn't. Yeah. You don't know sharp until you get to Biden. No kidding. My gosh. Okay, sorry. Go it's ahead. incredible. Ugh. So we were telling you that. Uh, that Oz is a puppy killer, according to uh, Fetterman. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, uh, a Jezebel report alleged that research which Oz was involved in killed over 300 dogs during experiments that violated the Animal Wel- Welfare Act, which sets the standard for the care of animals. This was corroborated by whistleblower and veterinarian Catherine Del Orto's testimony. At least a thousand live animals, including rabbits, pigs, cows, and rodents, were tested on between 1989 and 2010 at Columbia University Institute of Comparative Medicine Labs, where the Senate candidate was a principal investigator. Hmm. One Oz-led study resulted in a litter of puppies being killed by uh, intracardiac injection with syringes of expired drugs inserted in their hearts without any sedation mm. upon being killed the puppies were allegedly left in a garbage bag with living puppies oh. who were their litter mates i don't like this that's really sad oz was a practicing surgeon at columbia during this time that doesn't mean he did it mm-hmm. fetterman was quick to take advantage and tweeted out breaking dr oz is a puppy killer Mm-hmm. Even if it's true, sorry, that's no reason to vote for a guy who is no longer cogent. Oz's spokesperson, Brittany Yannick, told People Magazine that the Senate candidate wasn't personally involved in the incidents. And to say otherwise is a lie. Hmm. His name was on some forms due to his role within the Department of Surgery. But that, that doesn't mean he condoned the killing of puppies. And, you know, that's exactly right. Because he worked there and was part of Columbia doesn't mean he killed puppies. Yeah, I'm going to need more details on this. uh, But it does sound like uh, Pennsylvania, you know, you got your work cut out for you here on this one. But, um, like, for example, like, we work in this building. Mm -hmm. 
I'm not going to be held responsible for the things that Jeffy does on a daily basis in here. Thank you. Yes. I have no idea what he does down there. I'm just I'm looking toward his office right now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know. Right. I don't okay. Yeah, nobody Business. does. Okay. So Business. I'm just saying, if something comes out about Jeffy, I had no Business. previous information. Okay. 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 That's it. Yeah, but I just boy, this again. Even if it is true, pff, <clears throat> oh, you know, it's water under the bridge. It's sad. It's tragic. But that's not a reason to vote for uh, the doofus who is... Uh, the doofus. We're just going to know who you're talking about. Whenever the eagles you- <laughs> are so much better than, than the eagles. <laughs> no. Wait, you missed my favorite part. Oh, yeah, yeah. We like the very end, Martin. Yeah, Come on, I love man. the very end. Come on, and Martin. The eagles right. are so are much better than, than the eagles. And then he realizes, wait. No. 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 Oh, no. no. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I know it wasn't that. <laughs> shame, shame on you, John. No. 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 <laughs> you know, th- there are people that come into your life that you hope that when an election cycle is over, you never have to utter their name again. Mm-hmm. He's one of those. Mm-hmm. Let's hope come November 8th, we're done with him. I hope so. I really do. Speaking of guys we'd like to be done with, how about Anthony Fauci saying that, uh, is is this on video or are we just quoting him? Uh, I think it would be a bit cavalier uh, to all of a sudden say we're completely through it. Meaning, of course, the pandemic. He's never going to say we're done with the pandemic. Never. Yeah, he wants to warn us that this winter... We could very well have another variant. Yeah, we know this, man. Just go away. Is he done? What is the... Di- Do we have a retirement party set up for this cat yet? Get out of here. Go away. It is the end of the year, right? Is That's that- when he's stepping down. So is December 31 we got to hey, listen to this guy? Bye-bye. <sighs> I will say this. Again, I'm looking at the numbers. This is from yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, 43,116 average infections per day. That is way down from where it was. Last year at this time, it was 101,000. Deaths, 418, seven-day average. Last year, 1,809. Wow. So, I mean, things are, they're at a point where I don't even think about it anymore. Do you? I I just don't, unless somebody's wearing a mask and I think, oh, that's sad. Nope, I've got uh, on standby what I need to be prepared for when it happens. And I'm ready. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you said 43,000 a day. Mm-hmm. So it's, check my math. So I divided that by 50, obviously population allowances and stuff. That's less than 1,000 a day per state. Okay. Think about how big your or, state right. is, you know? I mean, Right. How many people? Pretty impressive that this is, you know, and it is, maybe it will never get lower than this. I don't know. Oh, no, it's it's here. I mean, they created it's it stay. for us, and it's going to mm-hmm. be here for... It's just our new reality. Yep. yep. So, Fauci, though, has uh, steered another lucrative grant to study bat viruses. When are they going to learn? All right. When will you learn? Everything's intentional, man. I'm sick of this crap. Steering it to the same company suspected of conducting gain-of-function research at the Chinese laboratory, where some experts believe, of course... COVID-19 was hatched. Oh my gosh. EcoHealth Alliance last month began a multi-year study of viral sequences and isolates 
for use in vaccine development. $3.3 million study, which involves bats and coronaviruses, is set to run through August 31st, 2027. It should be noted that EcoHealth Alliance was awarded a new NIH grant 10 days ago, providing an additional $3.3 million over five years for a project, including high-risk virus discovery research in bats in Southeast Asia. What a great idea. Mm-hmm. What could go wrong? No, don't answer that. <laughs> we know. No, we nothing, know. Right? I, I These... It must be perfectly safe if they're going to do it again. We are surrounded by Marxists and mad scientists. And morons. And morons. Marxists, mad scientists, and morons. Write it down, Daniel. There's your title for today. Meantime, let me tell you about Omega XL. There's so many joints in our bodies, uh, hundreds of them, and so things are bound to go wrong eventually, especially as you age and lose SPMs, which are nature's way of keeping our joints healthy. Well, Omega XL is a natural product that restores SPMs, rejuvenates your joints and your muscles uh, so that you're pain-free, calms down that inflammation. It's like an off switch for it. And when the inflammation goes away, the pain goes away. Uh, it happened for me. After a week, I, my, the pain in my elbow started to subside, and after two weeks, it was completely gone. Uh, so give it a try. If you've tried so many things, just nothing really works for you. What do you have to lose? Go to OmegaXL.com slash Pat. When you buy your first bottle, they're going to throw in a second for free. OmegaXL.com. 1-800-844-4888 or OmegaXL.com slash Pat. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, another great experiment. Man, let's just try it, see what happens. Oh, no, what now, man? Scientists have managed to turn one of the deadliest insects into a vaccine delivery system. Don't like it. Mosquitoes. According to new reports from NPR, a clinical trial for a system meant to use mosquitoes to deliver vaccines has been underway in the United Kingdom. The findings of the trial have been published in uh, a science magazine. According to the paper, scientists were able to genetically modify parasites to deliver um, malaria vaccines through mosquito bites. It's an intriguing proposition. Yeah, isn't it, though? What could go wrong? Again, what could go wrong? I'm sure nothing bad could happen from this. But they're huge. So they put the vaccine into the mosquito and then the mosquito lands on you and bites you and delivers the vaccine. That seems so reasonable, doesn't it? <laughs> what a great idea. I want off this ride. Uh, I want off it right now. This article says it sounds horrific on paper. No. No way. What? <laughs> and even more horrific when you see the photos featured in a report. Those photos can be seen in the original report and show the results of trial participants being bitten hundreds of times. Gross. To get the desired effect of the mosquitoes delivering the vaccine, scientists loaded them with genetically modified parasites known as Plasmodium uh, falciparum. Yeah, you know. In the past, scientists have tried to do something similar. However, this is the first time it's been used to accomplish it. Hmm. The result is basically a thousand small flying syringes. Oh, there's a thought. 
Don't you have to get bitten? Like that's why they had the participant being bitten hundreds of times. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't it have to be a lot of mosquitoes that bite you in order to deliver enough vaccine to make a difference for you? I don't know, but I already hate mosquitoes. Wow, I know. Now, okay, all right. Now I guess let them bite you. It could be good for you. No, no, I no? don't want this mm. in me. Huh? That's what she's saying. <laughs> Uh, the biggest problem with using mosquitoes to deliver vaccines for malaria, though, is the effectiveness. According to the study, 14 of 26 participants who were exposed to malaria contracted the illness. Okay, see, leave us. Stop. Stop it. That means the mosquito vaccine delivery system is only around 50% effective. That's but that doesn't mean funny. this was a failure, of mm-hmm. course. It just means that some improvements need to be made. And we need to keep messing with nature. These people are freaking insane. Yeah, just tweak nature again a little bit. N- don't worry about it. You're a human guinea pig to them. And nothing more. Screw your freedom. Thank you. Thank you. And your health, by the way. Uh-huh. And your bodily autonomy. Uh-huh. And, and, and this is kind of fun. Yeah. The CIA just inve- invested in woolly mammoth resurrection technology. Oh, what is happening? Have you not seen the doc- documentary Jurassic Park? Make them stop! <clears throat> Jeez. Oh, it's a Dallas-based biotechnological uh, well, company. Even worse for us. <laughs> God. Colossal Biosciences has this vision to see the woolly mammoth thunder upon the tundra once again. No. That's their vision. No! Founders George Church and Ben Lamb have already racked up an impressive list of high-profile funders and investors, including Peter Thiel, mm. Tony Robbins, mm. Paris Hilton, okay, yeah, uh, Winklevoss Capital, of course, the Winklevoss twins, mm-hmm. who uh, created Facebook and then had it stolen, <laughs> and according to the public portfolio, its venture capital arm released this month. The CIA is also invested in this. Okay, see, now stop. Wow, if there was ever a setup for just pure, unadulterated evil, this is it. Colossal says it hopes to use advanced genetic sequencing to resurrect two extinct mammals, not just the giant Ice Age mammoth, but also a mid-sized marsupial known as the thylacine or the Tasmanian tiger. Tasmanian tiger apparently died out less than a century ago. We're going to bring it back. Because, again, messing with nature is a really good idea. What in the world? On its website, the company vows, combining the science of genetics with the business of discovery, we endeavor to jumpstart nature's ancestral heartbeat. (laughs) I am not happy with this story. In QTEL, its new investor is registered as a nonprofit venture capital uh, venture capital firm funded by the CIA. On its surface, the group funds technology startups with the potential to safeguard national security. How would woolly mammoths safeguard national security? Hmm. In addition to its long-standing pursuit of intelligence and weapons technologies, the CIA outfit has lately displayed an increased interest in biotechnology and especially DNA sequencing. Not good. What are they doing? Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is so that it can be used for some nefarious purpose of killing people, right? Oh, not my gov- not my CIA. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> wow. Colossal's co-founders, Lamb and Church, represent the venture's business and science minds. 
respectively. Uh, Lamb is a self-proclaimed serial technology entrepreneur. Well, you're a serial something. I'll I'll grant you that. <laughs> mm-hmm. They can clone all kinds of animals and mammals. So this, what could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Really good idea. We've, we're full of them right now. Have you noticed that? We're full of really great ideas. More coming up. Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, let me start out by telling you about Rough Greens. If you own a dog, you know your dog is part of your family. I'm sure you love your dog. You want the best for him or her. And the way to give them the best is by making sure they have all the nutrients they need. The vitamins and minerals and probiotics, antioxidants. All of that, that's where Rough Greens comes in. You just sprinkle this on top of whatever you feed your dog. They love it. And uh, then you just sit back and watch the changes that occur over the next few months with your dog. Because now they're getting the nutrition they need to make them puppy-like again. Most dogs absolutely love it. Mine certainly does. Wouldn't eat her food unless they sprinkled the Rough Greens on top first. I mean, if we just presented her bowl, she'd be like, okay, that's a good start. Where's my rough greens? And then she she just gobbled it down. Not, you know, she's really kind of finicky. She takes little pieces of the food oh. out of the bowl. Drops them all over the place. Drops them. Does your, do your dogs yeah, do that? Yeah, it's like, go back and clean up after yourself, Beavis. Right. Why do you what have do to you make a mess doing? while you eat? Just eat it. Yeah, and, then, right? and then you pick it up and mm-hmm. you'll put it and you'll be like, just take this, bro. Come on. What are you doing? No. And then right. you got to drop it in the bowl again. It's What's ridiculous. It does not do that with, with the rough greens. It just goes after it. Huh. Now, you want to make sure before you really commit that your dog is going to love this stuff. That's why rough greens, they don't want you to waste your money either. They're going to send you a sample bag uh, for your dog to try out for a few days. See if your dog loves it. And then uh, if so, go for it. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. You just have to pay the shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com. That's R-U-F-F-Greens.com or call 833-783-3364. That gray is unleashed. Some tweets. Spicy McCagus. The fact, that, <laughs> the, the fact that people are opposing forced acceptance of EVs means the government will double its efforts to force it on us. You got that right. Mm. Pumpkin spice giblets. Uh, Pennsylvania is a strong union state. Of course they support Fetterman. If you think the media is bad, you should attend a union meeting. Man, that's... Mm. Yeah, you know, I tell you... How you get through to any union friends you may have. I used to take the bus every day from Manhattan across the state of New Jersey home. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of times I was on the same bus with a, a big union guy. And he had like a, a, a calendar one day. And it had like a picture every month. I was flipping through it. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so there was this one shot of like these union bosses playing golf. They were at a nice country club and stuff. And I just kind of planted the little seed. And I was like, huh. 
wonder how they can afford to be members at that really swanky club there. That's pretty neat. And then he just started going off. He's like, you know what? That's right. Why aren't we out there playing? Uh, that's how you get it. So you play the little class warfare game with your mm -hmm. union buddies and talk to them about the bosses and the salaries that they're making. <laughs> that's how you break loose that crazy log jam. Jeez. Uh, from Peter Nord. My father still thinks the Dems are JFK. Yeah, I think a lot of people do. A, a lot of people have not come to the realization that this is not your father's or grandfather's Democrat Party. Not at all. I mean, they're not the Democrat Party of the 1990s, mm -mm. as we've pointed out many times. Uh, Bill Clinton can't recognize his party. I'm sure he claims to be all over their newfound ideology, their radical extremism, but... The fact is, the way he legislated and the way they're doing it now, very different. Mm -hmm. Stu's invisible Bentley tweets. <laughs> Why would the puppy thing matter to any of the Fetterman base? Lord Fauci bound, tortured, and killed puppies. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. That didn't matter one iota to him. They loved the man. They worshiped the man. He purposely researched ways to kill humans and continues to research how to make viruses worse <laughs> and more deadly. Baby facts, though. That's it. Yeah. What are you going to do? It's it's undeniable. F. Frustrating. Frustrating. So, some fun. Uh, Kamala Harris yesterday told us how much she loves uh, Venn diagrams. She's oh. just in love with them. Oh, those are nice. So that's great. I've actually asked my team to do a Venn diagram. <laughs> I love Venn diagrams. You know, <laughs> I just love Venn diagrams. You know, the three circles, right? Three Sometimes circles. there are more. You know how it goes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Apparently wasn't the first time she told us about Venn diagrams. Oh, no? Okay. No. All right. Remember Venn diagrams, those three circles? Yeah. Right. Got it. And then let's just see where they overlap. Mm. You will not be surprised because I have constructed a Venn diagram on this. Remember those three circles, how they overlap? Three circles. Oh, okay. I love yeah. Venn diagrams. Mm -hmm. So Three circles? We haven't do, heard this in a while. Whenever so. you're dealing with conflict, pull out a Venn diagram. A Venn diagram. Right? Okay. And so, you uh -huh. know, the three circles. Yes! And so, uh, so I asked my team, right? They're fantastic. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. He sees the Venn diagram of it all. He Hit sees me with the three circles, baby. There are those circles. Are there three of them? Seem how many, little how many circles? They different she... parts of the country. They may be different age or different race. Uh, but that area in the middle, that overlap. The, right. I asked my team to do a Venn diagram three of circles. where these attacks are happening. So, voting rights... Voting rights. Women's reproductive women's rights. Reproductive. LGBTQ rights. Three. Right, right. And, of course, there was yeah. a huge intersection. Of course there's You know, a I huge. asked my team Whoa. to do a Venn diagram I for miss me. those days. Put where your mask back we on. are seeing attacks and who are the attacks against. Oh, yeah. Where, well, what about a Venn diagram? A diagram of uh -huh. the, uh, just a Venn diagram right. in that regard. It, okay. it tells a, a real tale. Where's the three circles? Where's the th <laughs> Why'd she stop doing the three circles? That was a part of the gag. Fantastic! I've I we haven't noticed I, that I propensity notice that, yeah. before. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the Republican Party really has grasped uh, the power of social media and making those little quick videos. Yeah, I don't know if they're having an impact, but they are effective. And every time she says it, like she's never brought it up before, does she not know we have the capability to? I don't know. Watch every time she's said it. It's you would think you'd get a little sensitive to that and stop doing it every time. Could be worse. She could be out there saying, don't, don't jump. jump. <laughs> cackle. Ugh, I still, wait, I, never mind. I don't want to. Maybe you could combine the two. I don't want to tempt you to do a Hillary 
and Kamala cackle off. Oh, no, thanks. <laughs> I don't know that I can no, with, this no. old, with the old machine. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, also, there was a... Uh, there, there's some good news and some bad news no. on the immigration front. Yesterday, a federal appeals court ruled the Obama-era DACA program illegal. But the bad news, Wait, or good, whichever you yeah. you know, whichever way you spin it. Do you love people or not, Pat? Uh, I love people. Yeah, I do. People, yeah. especially people who need people. People, you know, because they're the luckiest people in the world. But uh, even though it's illegal, the six hundred thousand that have already illegally stayed can continue to stay. Yay! That's <laughs> great. What a weird ruling. Yeah, it's illegal. He overstepped his uh, his authority. But that's nah, all right. It's already damage is done. Let him stay. Okay. Uh, all right. Thank you for that. Instead of dismantling it, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to allow it to continue. Huh. Good. What a country. What a country. It's only in America where uh, this could be the case. And it's only in America where people worldwide just expect us to allow the continued onslaught of illegal immigration. Do you want to guess which president uh, nominated that judge that made mm. that ruling? You got to guess? Bill Clinton. George Bush. George W. George Bush. W. Bush. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing, essentially. Minus the intern. He made some serious mistakes in appointments. Uh, you know, look at his Supreme Court justice that he appointed. John Roberts. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, the Biden administration continues to tell us that there's nothing to worry about, though, on the immigration front. The southern border is secure. Huh. Hmm. And we got a little montage GOP put together (laughs) that sort of challenges that narrative. Okay. We have a secure border. It's wild. I mean, our border is wide open where you're looking at right now. The border is, in fact, secure. Department of Homeland Security now confirming there have been more than 2 million illegal border crossings in just the last 11 months, Hmm. smashing all previous records. Not just that people are walking uh, across uh, across the border. These are all migrants who crossed illegally into the United States. They just walked across the river. They just walked across the river. That's America is secure. New numbers show that nearly a million evaded detection since President Biden took office. We have to have a secure border, and I think that we are trying to address, uh, the president is has a plan to address that. What is the plan? I mean, we're almost two years in now, right? The numbers just keep getting worse. The administration keeps breaking their own records, right? We agree that uh, the border is secure. Flood of drugs coming into this country at the U.S.-Mexico border. Record amounts of opioids. I think that we are um, doing a good job. Border Patrol (laughs) saying that they've been completely overwhelmed in the city and as a result have had to release over a thousand migrants onto the streets. The border Ah. is closed. When Secretary Mayorkas (laughs) said once again that the border is closed. I can Uh tell you that is a tough pill for border agents to swallow. They talk to us off the record and they roll their eyes when they hear that. The border is Uh not open. It will be the highest number of illegal crossings since at least 1960. We are making more progress than you think. There were 12 Hmm. individuals on the FBI's terror watch list arrested here at our southern border. That brings the total for fiscal year 2022 so far to 78 people on that terror watch list arrested here at the border. 
border. The border is closed. Uh-huh. Out of my 38 years uh-huh. of law enforcement working on this border, this is the worst I've ever seen. It. Border is closed. 50,000 people wow. a month sneaking past our border patrol without ever getting caught. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> but the border's closed. The border? The border <laughs> is secure. It's secure, yeah. <laughs> huh. Uh... That is something else, because it just shows you the unmitigated giblets it takes to make that claim that the border is closed, the border is secure. What are you talking about? Well, um, I will say that if you are Mm. an illegal alien, Mm -hmm. um, you can make your way to California and obtain a state ID card. Okay. You can do that now. Uh, Gavin Newsom has signed a law to make that a thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So, good for them. Good. Now, I will say that if the hurricane did anything, it uh, it took the apparently the uh, I love this the immigration groups the the pro illegal immigrants. Hey, bring them on in, everybody, come on in. Mm-hmm. Um, they were on high alert. They're like, "Where's the next plane load? DeSantis is gonna send." He's been a little distracted for the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. but uh, they were apparently on high alert, uh, waiting. Is he going back to Martha's Vineyard? What are we gonna do? So uh, when things, you know. Kind of, I don't know, ever really going to get back to normal in Florida, but uh, I wonder when DeSantis is going to start sending more uh, more immigrants around the country. Probably be a few weeks, mm-hmm. I would imagine. But uh, they, the government did secretly send a plane load to uh, upstate New York into some small town where the mayor is like, what are you doing? Why is this? This is clandestine. Middle of the night, you're sending immigrants here illegals to our town and there's and you're just dumping them off here well they've been doing that for yeah ever since biden got into office yep the whole time yep and then they act like it's such an outrage when desantis does it yeah (laughs) but he's doing it openly that's the difference and he's sending them to cities that should have the resources to take care of them because they're sanctuary cities right you you signed up for this yeah what's your problem but i don't understand you said that the, the government is sending illegals all around the country. Mm-hmm. I I was just told the border was closed. Was closed. Yeah, I know. I know. Are we going down there and get, <laughs> don't give them ideas? <laughs> don't give them ideas. Because the next thing you know, there will be a government plane flying into these countries. Mm-hmm. You know what? Mm-hmm. Save the trouble. Don't worry about walking all the way up here and trekking this way north. Let's just come and get you. That, is that a problem? That wouldn't be a problem. What that's is? totally going to happen. Yeah, jeez. Let me tell you about Moink. Uh, what is Moink? Moink is a Moo and Oink put together, and it's a fantastic meat delivery uh, company. 60% of U.S. pork production comes from one company that's owned by the Chinese, and their hogs are given something called ractopamine. That's banned in 160 countries, including China, but it's in your grocery aisle every day. Now, Moink doesn't do that. They don't play that game. They deliver grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon, and they deliver it straight to your door. It's a difference you can taste, and you feel good knowing you're helping family farms stay financially independent, yeah, too. Yeah, that, that's salmon, by the way. I feel like it's um, it's kind of like an underrated uh, member of the team here because mm-hmm. it's not in the name. Right. It's moink is moo and oink. And we don't know the sound salmon. What, yeah, made. what would you, how would you yeah, splice I, I, that in there? I, I don't know. Moink splash? <laughs> Sign up now. Uh-huh. Uh, but it is delicious. It's it, the best salmon you're ever going to taste. 
It's just really, really delicious. And here's the thing. Uh, you can keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash unleashed right now. And you, because you're listening to this show, you'll get free filet mignon in every order for a year. That's some of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste, and you get it in your order every time for a year. M-O-I-N-K-moinkbox.com slash unleashed. That's moinkbox.com slash unleashed. Pat Gray. Uh, Pete Finnegan tweets... Venn diagrams are taught in elementary school. Kamala is only showing off how smart she is. Uh, From Rusty Shackelford. W did make some mistakes, but he did give us Justice Alito. Just saying. Well, that's right. Forgot about Alito. Yeah. Cool. He had a couple of appointments. Uh, Bunter Hyden, crack connoisseur. When they say the border is secure... They're talking about the border around the Capitol and their homes. Okay, that's that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah, the unblemished red heifer Roma. <laughs> <laughs> the president has a plan to address the border by ignoring it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, people are fed up. They're sick and tired of it. Yeah. On Saturday, a group of armed activists and black self-defense groups marched in the third annual Second Amendment Unity Walk in Austin, calling for an end to illegal immigration Mm. and demanding that Joe Biden close the U.S. borders to illegal immigrants coming across the southern border. Protesters marched towards the Texas Capitol and chanted, close the borders and take your ass home. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yep. I like the spirit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, what do we want? Closed borders. <laughs> when do we want it? Now. It's <laughs> great. The activists were also, of course, marching in support of their Second Amendment rights. Major groups involved in the march were the EGP Gun Club and the Black Riders Liberation Party. Okay. One group member explained that instead of hands up, don't shoot, they say, guns up, shoot back. One man was interviewed by reporter Ford Fisher, expressed his group's feelings toward the current state of immigration in the U.S. We don't, we don't have a problem with immigration, but we do have a problem with illegal immigration. Mm-hmm. Yes, because a lot of times jobs are taken away from black people because of illegal immigration. That's, I mean... Democrats can't recognize that, though. They can't understand the fact that just because you're skin color, you don't agree with them on everything or virtually anything anymore. I mean, they always assume blacks are on board with illegal immigration. They're fine with it. They're not. They're not. And they always assume Hispanics are fine with it because it's mostly Hispanics coming across the border. Yeah, they're not. They're not fine with it. Because the Hispanics that came here legally and went through the process, they know it's a tough one. And they went through it. Why should others not have to do the same thing? Doesn't make any sense. It's unfair. And I thought these people were all about fairness. No, 
No, they are not. Man, I mean, it is, it's crazy. The things we're expected to do in the United States just because it's America. We should let anybody who wants to come here, no matter whether they come legally or illegally, doesn't matter. Just wave your wand like the judge did yesterday. Even though he said it was wrong, they can still stay. So wave your magic wand and make them all citizens. That's what they want to do. Only in America. You know, the other thing that happens only in America, mass shootings. Well, except for the fact that uh, it just happened again elsewhere. There have been several in the last few weeks from around the world in Thailand. This is tragic. Yeah. At least 22 children were among dozens of people killed in a mass shooting at a child care center in northeastern Thailand. The authorities immediately launched a manhunt. That guy got away, too, Mm. for a while. Uh, They launched a manhunt for the suspected shooter. Later identified, I won't mention his name, but he he was a Central Investigation Bureau a police officer, a former one. Investigators later confirmed the suspect had killed his wife and child too before taking his own life. It's unclear if the shooter and his family are included in the current death toll. So were they hmm. there at the center or he yeah, did that I, separately? Don't, I that am I, not positive on that. Okay. Because, I mean, if they were <clears throat> at the center, that that's why that's why it's really wise to to carry a weapon with you because mm-hmm. if you're at a restaurant you have no idea if some crazy guy is going to show up to kill his girlfriend and take other people out at the same time mm-hmm. you have no idea the relationships and 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 being in the wrong place at the wrong time mm. this is really horrific and, and this this horrific. story is yeah it doesn't give the actual death toll that i can well, see well i've heard 22 22 children, children yeah. but that, they said dozens. How many total? 34 people. 34. Jeez. 34. Mm. So. Thailand. Yeah, where they, I mean, we were trying to figure out what their gun laws are like. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was looking into that. And it, and one place said it was strict, and the other place said 15 firearms per 100 uh, people. Is it 100 people? Is that right? So. That seems like what you read. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I I forgot to go back and look at that. That so, doesn't seem super rare. Yeah. But um, they do say killings are rare. Let's uh, see. They had they had another mass murder a couple of years ago. Is in twenty twenty where twenty nine people were murdered, and now thirty four more. Jeez. But it only happens in America. Right. Right. Don't forget that. Yeah. It only happens in America. Jeez. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, we got to tell you about the uh, Alec Baldwin situation. He has reached an agreement with the family of the woman he shot and killed, but he had nothing to do with it. Hmm? You know, he wasn't. He didn't name it. He wasn't holding the gun, even though he was. Uh, none of it's his fault. Somebody's at fault, but not him. Anyway, we'll tell you the latest on that. The latest development uh, coming up here. Just a few minutes. Mm. 
President Biden and senior officials in his administration have repeatedly said this year that the U.S. is near record levels of domestic oil and gas production. Now, according to a new study, though, that's not exactly right. The analysis uh, by economists Stephen Moore and Casey Mulligan found that the Biden administration's policies have caused the U.S. to produce significant less, uh, significantly less oil and gas during Biden's presidency. And we all know that's true. The U.S. would be producing between 2 and 3 million more barrels of oil per day and between 20 to 25 more uh, billion cubic feet of natural gas under the Trump policies. But of course, those were all ended by Biden. This translates into an economic loss or tax on the American economy of roughly $100 billion a year. $100 billion a year. Plus, it makes us do things like go begging to the Saudis and Venezuela for more oil. Pathetic. And they just keep claiming that, oh, we're, we're producing more oil than ever. We're doing everything we can. There's no restrictions. We haven't imposed any restrictions. And that's an absolute, complete lie. And it's a big one, but, you know, the bigger the lie, the easier it is, I guess, to get people to believe it because you just keep repeating it. Meanwhile, uh, remember the Rust movie that uh, where, is it Helena Hutchins? Uh Yeah, her estate has just settled with Alec Baldwin and the Rust production team Uh, nearly a year after she was shot and killed. Uh, on the set of Alec Baldwin's Western movie, Rust, Helena Hutchins and her estate, well, her estate has come to a settlement with the film production. Uh, surprisingly, the movie is also going to resume production mm. in January. I That really surprises me. Huh. wonder how many people will watch it just to try to figure out. I, I bet this is the scene. You know? I think quite a few. Uh, yeah, it'll probably be big initially. But it's an Alec Baldwin movie, so it's probably going to suck. Uh, Prosecutors in New Mexico have yet to make a decision on whether to file charges against Alec Baldwin Mm -hmm. or the other crew members involved in the shooting. Uh, In August, District Attorney Mary Cormack uh, asked the state for $635,000 in emergency funding to pay for up to four criminal trials. The State Board of Finance approved that amount, well, half of that amount in September. So we'll see. You know, Baldwin claims he wasn't responsible in any way, despite the fact he was holding the gun, aimed it, and shot her. So I don't know how you get around that, but um, he seems to be getting around it somehow. And it's interesting because they just, I, part of the settlement was apparently that her husband, her widower, okay. is going to be an executive producer of the movie now. Hmm. That's weird and interesting. Hmm. Plus, uh, Kanye West has called the BLM, Black Lives Matter, a scam <laughs> amid the White Lives Matter yeah. shirt uproar. <laughs> this guy loves controversy. Uh. <laughs> he eats it for breakfast. Despite the fierce backlash from black celebrities, including a walkout from Jaden Smith. Oh, no, no. Kanye, or Ye West, is not apologizing for his controversial White Lives Matter attire during Paris Fashion Week. 
nor should he. What's wrong with that? And there he, there he is standing there. Uh, and uh, who's that as his companion? Do we know her? Oh, is that is that Candace Oh, it's Owens? Candace Owens. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we do know her. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't realize and that. And they both wore White Lives Matter shirts. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. How dare they do that? <laughs> Everybody knows white lives don't matter. How dare you say it? That's <laughs> racist. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, he doubled down, though, on his criticism of Black Lives Matter. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows, here's what he said, everyone knows that Black Lives Matter was a scam. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Now it's over. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's so good. Would have made a decent president. So good. Yeah, in addition, you know, to the admitted Marxism, in addition to the layout of their goals, including destroying the Western traditional family, uh, they were also... Siphoning money, millions and millions and millions of dollars, buying beautiful homes all over the country. Mm. The latest leader was what embezzled? I don't know, ten million dollars or something for his own personal use. Madness, man! It was a piggy bank for the leadership. Yep. Oh, so, gee, who could? Who said who that, that was going to happen? Yeah, uh, everybody. I hope. I hope everybody that gave money to Black Lives Matter has seen the follow-up stories. But, of course, you know they haven't. Of course not. Because if they were exposed to that kind of media to begin with, they would have never donated money to BLM. Yeah, they would have known what an an organization it is, what the things that they stood for. Instead of believing that, oh, yeah, they're just making sure that (laughs) black lives matter. I hope the tax... Why would you oppose that? The tax write-off was worth it. (laughs) Man. Incredible. I mean, and it's been scandal nonstop since their organization uh, became uh, came into existence. Really, the whole time. But this and then, is, and then they got real money after the George Floyd situation. Mm-hmm. So, but see, this is this is like I was talking about <laughs> earlier with the union guy I used to ride the bus with. Show people that are sympathetic to mm-hmm. BLM, the idea of Black Lives Matter. Show them these stories. Yeah. Say, oh, by the way, here's uh, here's where the donations went. What do you think of that? Hmm. You you proud of your donation now? That's cool. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Look how many homes. Uh, what's her face got? <laughs> Patricia Colors. Oh gosh. She's and she stepped down because well she made her money. She bought her homes. Now it's time to move on. Do something else. Uh, okay. All righty. I'd like to see. It, it would be nice if we ever really found out the actual numbers on that. I'll bet it was far more than we realize. Even though we know some of what went on, some of the illegality, I bet it was far worse than we've been led to believe. A black playwright was canceled at Texas Wesleyan University due to his use of the N-word by one of his characters. This is the most... This is great stuff This is a society that just we're done. We are done. This is from uh, JonathanTurley.com. He says, uh, we have been following cases involving faculty disciplined or fired over the use of the N-word in classes, including courses on racism or tests. (laughs) Recently, a GW professor, George Washington University, was removed from his class for such a reference. Now, down in Mississippi, a play written by African-American writer 
Carlisle Brown on the birth of the civil rights movement has been reportedly canceled. Okay, so the, the play is based during the civil rights movement it's in Mississippi. Yeah, he's telling a, a historical story. And I guess you're supposed to just ignore the fact that words like that were used then. <sighs> I, Student, students objected to the use of the N-word in the play that tries to capture the environment of hate and racism of the period. Are you not capable of noodling that out, kids? No, no we're really? not. Really? We're not as a society. We're absolutely not capable of that. Uh, can you write your? Uh, can you can you write your play with like um, just uh, uh, less harsh words that were? Uh, no, because uh, these were the you the yeah, words that were used. I'm gonna need you to change history. Yeah, I'm trying to show you the atmosphere these people were in. We call them uh, poopy heads. <laughs> Can you do that for me? No, that's not the same. Well, I'm sorry, well, but, we have to cancel you. Yeah, the Black Student Association declared it was harmful and triggering. I rue the day anybody ever came up with that word because it is asinine. I, I'm, I'm being triggered now because you're telling the true history of what happened. How dare you? Yeah, you can't do that. Calling for a boycott, the association declared that allowing the play to be heard would further hurt black students and possibly students from other marginalized communities. How? <laughs> How? Here's the thing. If you're bothered by it, don't go to the play. Okay? Don't go to the play. But those who want to see the actual incidents that occurred back then, let them attend it. If you don't learn history, you're doomed to repeat it. The Rambler student newspaper reported that school and theater officials killed the production. After a 90-minute campus discussion, the main concern the students voiced was the triggering effect of using the racially explicit word, which they hear in every rap song they listen to and have for 30 or 40 years now. Why is it okay in rap music? And you're not canceling any rappers, but in a play like this, you cannot hear it. You're triggered by it. Yeah, so... I mean. Wait, 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 wait. I found, I, found I found a resolution, Pat. Turn it into a musical. Mm, mm-hmm. If they wrapped the dialogue, mm-hmm. would, that, would they allow that? If, if Jay-Z is in the play, yeah, then I think it's okay. <laughs> I, I think it's all right. <laughs> okay. Or NWA. We get NWA to, to perform it, and uh, it'll be fine. Okay. Is there a song NWA didn't use that word? <laughs> It's in the title of the band. What do you think the N stands for in NWA? The WA stands for with attitude. Hmm. No, uh, no I'm, I'm sorry. No, it stands for wit. Wit. Attitudes. attitudes. Okay. Uh, it's in the name of the band and it's okay. But man, they can't handle it in a play. Uh, a historical play that's trying to teach you something. Make you feel some emotion and help us understand that we can never let this happen again. Oh, my gosh. My gosh. Turley wrote, uh, the decision of the school, in my view, is wrong and counterproductive. Yeah, you think? I have not read the play, but the use of this slur in a play is clearly tied to the period a vivid and disturbing picture of what African Americans faced at the start of the civil rights period. Ironically, the removal of such words can reduce the repellent elements associated with racists of the period. Brown sought to present racism in its raw and accurate context. 
It's also an attack on artistic expression, a trend that threatens the freedom of expression on campuses. We've seen a movement to remove major literary works like To Kill a Mockingbird from libraries due to the use of the word, and some editors are removing references from such works. It's just, it's silly that we become such sissies that we can't handle it. Oh, you're triggering me. I can't. I can't function now. I can't go to work. I can't get out of bed. I can't eat. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's how bad it is. Wow. Man. That old expression, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words or names will never hurt me. (laughs) Man, is that gone? Is that ancient? That's canceled. I mean, that's... That's fine, because I was more partial to I'm rubber, you're glue. <laughs> yeah, because it bounces off me and it sticks to you. Preach. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that was a that was a good one. Right? It's more effective. <laughs> right? It is. So you know it stupid. is. I can't take it. <laughs> we should do a pat poll. What, what, what was the more uh, effective uh, response in elementary school? Right, sticks and stones? Uh-huh. Or, or I am rubber, you are glue. Rubber and glue. I think well, I'm going. I'm going to poll. I'm going to bias it. I'm going to say rubber and glue. That's that's where I stand. How about you? Hmm? It's tough. But it is tough. Well, no, you got to take a stand. Hard. Rubber and glue or sticks and stones. <laughs> I want an answer. The people demand it right now. On which is more effective? Which is more effective when you're in elementary mm-hmm. school? Rubber and glue. I think rubber and glue Thank probably. You. Yeah. Two to nothing right now. But rubber and glue. Yeah. Uh, although I don't want to taint people <laughs> voting. I, I do. All right. I do. I, I'm, I'm looking for a specific response here, and it's rubber and glue. <laughs> and I'm going to put the pull out right now at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> uh, trying to sell your home is tough, and so that's why you need a really good real estate agent. Not buyer selling, the, you, you know, your, or the seller is representing themselves or, you know, whatever. That It doesn't work. And especially in this environment, things are volatile, and... You never know what's what's going to happen in the housing market. So that's why uh, Real Estate Agents I Trust is there. Glenn started this company years ago because he had such a bad experience with selling his house. He didn't want the same thing to happen to you. These are really good realtors with great marketing plans who sell a lot of homes, help you buy homes and get the most uh, house for your money, and help you find the right neighborhoods. And all these things that are so important, where you live, when you think about it, it's really important. It determines the people you're going to meet, where you go to school, uh, where you go to church a lot of times. So real estate agents I trust, plus they're fans of the show, you're going to have a lot in common with them. Real estate agents I trust, the name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. He eats liberals for breakfast. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. Is our uh, money in Ukraine being well spent? Well, we all know it's not, but uh, Russia's military is on the retreat in the battlefield. Mm. So Putin has been really ramping up the rhetoric about nukes. Uh, He's been warning about the consequences with increasing intensity, really since the war itself started. And so, you know, there's a lot of concern about it. He says this is not a bluff. And those who try to blackmail us with nuclear weapons, 
That's exactly what he's doing, not us. We're just responding to his threats. But they should know that the weather vane can turn and point toward them. Yeah, you might take your own advice. Uh, What if he isn't bluffing? What sort of nuke strike is Russia, the country with the world's largest stockpile, because we've destroyed most of ours, What's it? What are they capable of, and what kind of destruction might it wreak, wreak in Ukraine and beyond? Now, most people think if he really did use nukes, it would be tactical, you know, with the lower yield and all of that. Uh, but who knows? Mm. Who knows? The uh, power of a nuclear weapon is measured in TNT equivalent. For instance. Uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki had yields of 15 and 21 kilotons. So mm. 15 kilotons for Hiroshima. Uh, that's 15 uh, tons of TNT or no, 15,000 tons. And uh, in Nagasaki, 21,000 tons of TNT. That's a lot. Just to give you kind of an idea of what it might be like for a nuclear weapon and the fallout, uh, there's a virtual reality experience that we're going to show you here that gives you some idea. Mm. Okay, surveying the beach. Stan, that's a beautiful beach, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it is nice. Nice day for a swim. Mm-hmm. As you're watching this, I, I would like to point out that the uh, Department of HHS has just uh, allotted $290 million dollars. $290 million for uh, radiological and nuclear emergencies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. That's a big bomb out there. That's uh, a big bomb. But it's way out there. Yeah, so it can't hurt us yeah. here. Whoa! Huh? Little delayed wind action. Okay. All right, so it's a breezy day on the beach, but it's it's way out there. So. <clears throat> look at that mushroom cloud. Jeez. Now look at it. Suck everything back to it. Oh, my gosh. It's a strange... Can you imagine? Phenomenon. Wow. Oh, horrific. By the way, they ordered the, uh, called, uh, the drug is Inplate. And it's, uh, approved to treat blood cell injuries that accompany acute radiation syndrome in adult and pediatric patients. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Jeez, look at that. Uh, that's, uh, that's chilling that is very chilling not to mention the sheer heat that's involved yep. too yep. you know it's not just the wind force it's oh yeah definitely. the temperature of the thing yeah burn a shadow right there on the city streets as yep. we learned in japan i mean thousands of degrees of heat oh gosh dang that is perspective right there just from this yeah, it is video i can imagine Oh, makes you hope that doesn't happen. Uh, let's not do that. And we all thought for a long time, at least I did, that it was it was too devastating, and everybody knew it. There's, it's not, it's a no-win scenario. You can't start launching nukes at an enemy and expect them not to reciprocate. So, you know, who wins that battle? And the answer is no one. That's right. We all lose. I, it was interesting to see. Uh, the comparison between the amount of weapons and what they've done, what we've done with them, and what the Russians have done with them. 
uh, about, I believe it was 1,500 or so from both countries are actually deployed. So we've got them in some sort, uh, some form that we can use them right away. They're in the missile silo. Mm-hmm. They're in the bombers. They're in the submarines. They're ready to launch. 1,500 each, which is plenty uh, to destroy the planet. Uh, but we store even more than that, way more than that. And then we have retired even more than that. So, And two of the more untrustworthy people in all of human history at the controls, uh, Vladimir Putin and Joe Biden. And Joe Biden. Uh-huh. Yeah, cool. we forget sometimes. You know, how volatile is this guy? We've seen it in his speeches. He can go off in a fraction of a second for no apparent reason. Cool. In fact, talking about Americans and how much he dislikes them. The MAGA Republicans. Huh. So what would happen if you got pissed off <laughs> at Vladimir Putin or what something Russia was doing? Yeah. I, if you're a MAGA Republican. A loose cannon. You got two world leaders. Uh, uh-huh. Who hate your their guts. nukes. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Right. Jeez. Really something. <sighs> uh, modern tactical we- tactical weapons usually have a capacity of 10 to 100 kilotons. Still makes the average tactical weapon more destructive than the bombs used on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Uh, We also have low-yield nuclear weapons that pack a light, just a light punch, even dipping below one kiloton. But even the least powerful, the least powerful nuclear weapon with a yield of about 0.3 kilotons has about the same explosive power as the 2020 Beirut port explosion. Wait, say that again? Uh, the least powerful least powerful. nuke has about the same explosive power as the uh, port explosion in Beirut in 2020. Hmm. So they're powerful. I mean, you don't want them going off anywhere for any reason. You really don't. And people think that the tactical nukes are the most likely for Russia to use because they're getting their ass kicked with conventional weapons. Hmm. I mean... The Ukraine is pushing them around. Ukraine. It's incredible. And, I mean, yes, they're getting a lot of help from us. They're getting a lot of weapons from us and others. But still, you would have thought, okay, Russia can handle that country, right? No. (laughs) Wrong. They uh, seemingly cannot. All right. We got uh, some fun coming up for you on Overtime today. Oh, I like fun. Do you like fun? I'm a big fan of fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole show, right? The last two hours was fun. Then can, you must have loved that. Can we delineate here? Is it mm-hmm. fun or fun? Because they're two different things. I think a little of both. Oh, okay. A little of both. All right, well. Uh, and we got to tell you about this Skynet warning. Oh, gosh. Your home could soon be patrolled by an Amazon security robot. Oh, wow. That's good news. By the way, I'm Rubber Your Glue is only winning 53 to 47 at Pat Unleashed. Wow. Uh, as far as the cut down vote go, go vote, man. What? Let your vote now. Yeah.